We only got one life, so it's time to live it for. I don't hesitate, I embrace every day. Cause we only got one life, so it's time to live it for. It's not about trying to achieve more or gain, but rather how to lose and let go. Let me explain. Once you let go of all things that aren't significant, you'll be left with everything that is truly important. I'm living everyday life with a purpose. Living everyday life with a purpose. This is another episode of the podcast. Live it full. Hey, welcome. You're listening to the Live It Full podcast. I am Richard. You probably know that if you've ever listened, but if you haven't, you're listening to the Live It Full podcast where we talk about faith, family, finance, fitness. We talk about all the things in life that are most important and how to prioritize those. Talk a little bit about business because most of us that listen, myself included, we're small business owners, entrepreneurs. We want to create a different life. If you love us, though, go leave us a five-star review on Apple, Spotify, find us on social media. Um, all our links, podcast videos, merchandise can be found at www.liveitfull.com. Today, I wanted to talk about a couple of things. Um, I screwed up last week. I don't know if you knew that. Um, I screw up occasionally, maybe like a bunch of times every day, but we don't always talk about those things. I try to be super honest on it um, just because I think that it is so unfair to people when they look on Instagram or social media and say they see this perfect filter of things. They see this this entrepreneur who's not going through the struggle, who's not sucking things up, and they think, God, why are they so much better than me when in reality they aren't? They just post the the good stuff. And so last week, I'm going to talk a little bit about why in a couple of different contexts. So bear with me. Um, it's kind of two separate things, but I think they tie together pretty well. Um, last week I didn't get a podcast out. Uh, I can count on a handful of times in the past two years that I haven't had one, at least, you know, even if it's a bit, you know, crappy one, I put something out there for you to listen to because I think it's important to stay consistent because I think consistency beats persistency and intensity. Like you have to, I will take somebody who's consistent every day over somebody who's intense once a week. And, and so I'm sitting there last week, and I know I need to do a podcast. I've got a couple that need to be edited. I haven't done a good job lately of being four or five ahead. Like I like, I like to be able to record them, have a guest or, or do them and have them sitting to where I can edit, take some time, look at things, cut some video clips, do all the stuff that the podcast people tell you, you need to do to be successful. But I like to have a few out there. Well, last week I didn't. And I kept telling myself, oh, I'll, I'll record one tomorrow. I usually put one out on Thursday or Friday um, just because those are the days that seem to have the most traffic. Again, the things that the podcast people tell you to do. Sitting there, I'm on my way. You know, I'm, I'm going to the office on Friday morning and and I'm prepared to record a podcast. Maybe it's not going to be a great one, but I'm going to get one out today. Not, not have much editing, but I'm going to record one. going to talk about what the second half of this podcast is, what my plan was. And I'm going to get it out there Friday and just act like it was planned and done well all along. Well, Friday didn't go to plan. Not going to get into details because I don't know that she'd want me to, but we had a minor or say medical emergency. Caitlin had to have some uh, medical intervention on something and I had to leave. I was out all day with her um, out of town, basically, or, you know, 45 minutes away. I didn't get to record a podcast, but I had a reason, right? Like I couldn't, I mean, that taking care of my family is way more important than recording podcast. So I could get on here and tell you, sorry, I didn't get one because of this happened. But the reality is, 
Friday happening, the issues, the emergency I had to tend to isn't my excuse. Is it valid that it happened Friday? Absolutely. The reality is it's a lack of planning on my part that caused me to be in a mode where I needed to do it on Friday anyways, right? And so those of you know that I'm I'm friends with Ron Stuman and follow him as an influencer and uh, been in his mastermind. He has a phrase, FYE. He's got it tattooed on his hand. Um, I don't drop the F-bomb on the podcast or try not to in life very often, but it's forget your excuses is the PG version that I use with the kids. You can like, it's F your excuses. And because it doesn't matter at the end of the day, it's an excuse. Is my reason why I didn't do something valid? Yes. That's a valid reason, but it's still an excuse because I had opportunities all week and the week before to make sure I had something done. I waited to the last minute and then something happened that I could not control. So can I sit there and blame that happening for the reason I didn't get a podcast? Yes, most people would, but I'm not most people. I'm going to take accountability to the fact that I didn't get it done because I didn't plan well for the week. So when the unexpected happened, I wasn't ready. Bottom line. You're not going to be able to control everything in your life. And as a business owner, you're definitely not going to be able to control things. Control what you can control. I did not control what I could control well last week to get a podcast out. That's the why. I could make an excuse. It has nothing to do with anything else that happened other than I didn't get it done. And the last minute that I waited to try to get it done didn't work out because something else happened that I couldn't control. Once you take full accountability in your life for everything, whether it's your fault, somebody else's fault, whatever, it doesn't matter. When you take accountability for everything in your life, you win. When you are no longer the victim to anything. I know sometimes as parents, and that's where the second half of this is going. I know as parents, sometimes we tell our kids, hey, please pick that up. Well, I didn't put it there. I didn't drop that. That's not my clothes. The sooner in life that we realize that it doesn't matter whose fault it necessarily was, that we just take care of it, the more you will win. Now, some people are going to be like, hey, Richard, that's not fair. Why should I have to pick up after somebody else? Or why should I have to do this when somebody else caused the problems? Because at the end of the day, if you're somebody who gets things done, it doesn't matter. Fix it. Maybe it's mindset to me. Maybe because it takes away that victim mentality that, oh, I didn't do it. Yeah, you're right. You didn't, but it's there. You see it. Don't leave it. And as parents, sometimes we're bad about you know, just, just do it, but we don't explain the why. And I always said as a parent that I didn't want to be the parent that's like, do as I say, not as I do, or just do it because I said so. And it's easy to do that, right? It's super easy to just be like, I'm telling you to do it. It doesn't matter why get it done. But so last week I was taking uh, Macy to batting, which we talk about on the podcast. Some there's a couple episodes where we talk about it because I think that there's so many things in sports and I shouldn't say just batting, but you know, youth sports in general that they teach us. The reason we are so passionate about it, about sports in general, isn't because I think my children are going to get NCAA scholarships there that I think that they're going to play professionally because statistically that's not going to happen, right? They don't have the genes. They might have the drive. They might not, but it takes a lot to be a professional or even playing the college level. 
But youth sports teach us so much about life when they're done right. And so Macy was going to batting Wednesday and I go to pick her up. Um, it's always kind of a hustle and bustle on Wednesdays because we have a lot of things going on prior to church, batting lessons and piano and church and, and such. And so she's like, Oh dad, my leg hurts. Like, I don't think I can bat. So my immediate response is get your butt in the car. We're going to batting. I don't like my kids trying to be soft. So does it really hurt? Are you injured or are you hurt? You know, that kind of old coach mentality. If you're injured, it's different. You just hurt because you're sore. Oh yeah. We had to do crab walk or she was telling me they had to do lunges or something at PE in school. And I'm like, you're fine. You, you need to go work it out. It'll actually probably feel better if you go to batting. Anyway, she, she acquiesced at that point. Goes to batting, does fine. Doesn't even really, it doesn't look like it's bothering her during batting. Either she sucked it up or it really wasn't bothering her that bad. Or it's like that David Goggins deal. Like, your mind's going to put the governor on, right? Like you're, you're only using 40% of your capabilities. Now that's an arbitrary number. I think he made up, but like the reality is you can push yourself a lot further than you think, but sometimes it's that start. It's, it's when I used to run before my knees hurt a lot. Um, now I do a little bit more low impact cardio, but that first mile sucks. Like you feel like you're not in shape, that you're like super unathletic. Cause that first mile for everyone always sucks. Once you get through it, the lungs quit burning, your legs feel a little bit better, and you can usually go two, three, four miles. But there have been times I've quit during that first one because it hurt so bad, and I didn't get to the second one. But I'm sitting there in batting, and I'm thinking, you know what? I just yelled at her to get get her butt in the car and get to batting. But did I explain the why? Because there's so many times in life that that we do things because we know the why. Like even with employees as leaders. So I want you to think about this in terms of parenting, leadership. Uh, if you're the boss, if you're a manager, if you're you know the leader of anything, title or not. When we're asking people to do things, do they understand the why behind it? Because it's a lot easier sometimes to not explain the why. Just to say, do it because I said so. You need to make 50 calls this week outbound for sales. I don't explain the why. Those 50 calls are hard to make. So I'm sitting there with Macy and and I'm like, man, I probably didn't handle that correctly. As a, as a parent that I, as the father that I want to be, I don't know that I handled it the way that I should have probably acceptable maybe, but I didn't give her the why I just told her to get her butt out there and work hard. So on the way home, I said, Macy, do you know why I made you come? And she gave me the 11 year old answer. Like, yeah, you want me to go to bat and get better? You know, I said, no, I took you to batting today and I made you go, even though your leg hurt because you want to get better. And you tell me that when your leg doesn't hurt. Right. And I said, but it's not about batting. She's like, well, what do you mean? And I said, the difference between being good and great at something and I, and I so believe this. And I think if there's any magic, any silver bullet, any you know secret to success, this is it. You can be good going to do things when you feel like it. You're going to outwork most of the, the world if you go practice hard, study hard, go to work. Make the calls, like whatever it is, when you feel good. 
when you feel like it. Maybe that's four days a week. Maybe it's five. I don't know. But like, if you only go do it when you feel like it, you'll be good. You'll be in the top 10%. But if you want to be great, if you want to take it to that 1%, that 0.1%, you have to do the things that you don't want to do on days you don't feel like it. So whether you've, you know you need to go practice, you can be good if you do it on the days you feel like it. But you have to do it on the days you don't. And I truly believe that solely can make the difference between somebody being good and great. Being able to put in the work, or as my buddy Drew Wilson says, call the damn leads on the days you don't feel like it. That is the differentiator in life. And so I talked to her about the why. And I said, Macy, how you do the small things is how you'll do the big things. If I let you out of going to batting because you say your leg hurts, then the next thing I know, you're going to say, oh, I'm tired. I don't want to go to church. Oh, I'm tired. I don't want to do this. Oh, I'm tired. I don't feel like studying. Or, oh, my leg hurts. I can't do this. Like it, it snowballs. And we convince ourselves that it's true. We rationalize it saying, you know, I, I probably should rest. And don't get me wrong. I think we should rest. I think it's a big part of what's wrong with us as, as people is that we don't rest enough. But I'm telling you, putting in the work when you don't feel like it will differentiate you from everybody else. So I sat there as a parent and I said, you know what? I'm going to explain the why to you. Because if you want to be as good as you want to be, and, I, and she tells me she wants to be great. I have to hold you accountable to that. And it means I'm going to tell you to do things on the days you don't feel like it. And I said, baby, that's going to be what separates you from everybody else in life being willing to put in the work when others, they just don't feel like doing it. And I think she got it. I think it clicked. And so I started to think about the other things that we do sometimes as parents and we don't give the why, you know, kids want phones and, and YouTube and TikTok and some of these things that it, in the right, anything can be good or bad, right? YouTube has a million things on there that are good. It's got a lot that are bad. And so she keeps asking, well, why can't I do this? Or why can't, you know, why, why won't y'all let me do this when my friends do? And instead of just saying, instead of just saying, well, we're not your friends. They can make their decisions. That's totally fine. That may work for them. It doesn't work for us. Instead of just like saying that, like the, the, just listen to me because I'm the adult. I want to start explaining the why. And so my kids have been pretty sheltered from the, the world. And I don't want to jade them in any way, but as they, in a responsible way, get older, I want to show them that there's evil out there. There are bad things that happen every day. I try not to read the news because it brings me down. But the reality is I want her to know that there are people out there who are creeps online. There are videos that you don't see. And once you, un- once you see it, you can't unsee it. They can have lasting impact. I want them to understand the why. If you have an employee that's struggling, if you have a kid that's struggling with something, maybe you're struggling to get them to do their homework or struggling to do some task. Make sure they understand the why. The why is super powerful. I think it's Simon Sinek's Start With Why. It may not be his book. I'd have to go back and look. But the why is so important. 
And sometimes if you feel like you've lost your way, go back to your why. The days I don't feel like doing it, I think about my why. And they start with Macy Meredith, Mac and Mia. I do things for them on the days that I don't feel like it. Will that make me a great dad? I don't know. I want to be great. I don't want to be good. I think that is one of the differentiators. And so I'm going to do a better job as a leader explaining the why. And I hope that you do too. And I hope that you got that out of this podcast. If nothing else, start with the why when you're trying to explain something or you're trying to sell something even, whether it's sell something to your kids or to a prospect or a customer or whatever it is, like start with the why. What's in it for them? What's in it for us? With them. That's an old one, but I'll end on that. I hope you enjoyed the podcast. Like I said, leave us a five-star review. Go find us on social media if you haven't. Um, join our Facebook group, the Live It Full, the community. And we love you. We hope you continue to live it full. You just listened to this entire episode. That means you gained some type of value. So make sure you leave a review and subscribe so you never miss an episode of Live It Full. Living everyday life with a purpose. Living everyday life with a purpose. Make sure you embrace every single day. And we'll see you next time on the Live It Full podcast.